Please welcome the inebriated cast of Section 304. We shouldn't have played the old Golden Blue! Owen Smith, like a runaway beer truck. Snaps it anyway. Greer lobs it in the air. Oh, what a catch, Gary Jennings! West Virginia is a special place. Welcome to Section 304 Podcast, and we're just going to cut to the chase on this. Uh, first, I guess C.J. Donaldson did make the trip back home with the uh, with the team. He got cleared from the University of Texas Hospital, whatever that hospital is, right across the street from the stadium. And he was able to uh, make the trip back with the team. Uh, I mean, it, it didn't look good, I'd say. I mean, he'll... Probably he'll be probable for the Baylor game. I mean, it helps that this comes into a bye week. But um, thoughts and prayers go to him, and uh, thoughts and prayers to this team because R.I.P. No, they don't deserve any. <laughs> C.J. does. <laughs> C.J. does. <laughs> any thoughts, well wishes, hopes, dreams are over. It's a secondary fault. Yeah, it's totally it's not like the, the whole team's awful. But if you're watching us play, all you got to do is say, "Oh, we got throw." Yeah, we were sitting there yesterday, and and it was like, well, I think we can hang with Baylor and Oklahoma State. About that time, Baylor puts one on a rope thirty yards downfield. I said, "Both those teams are going to massacre us." Yeah, I said, "Fuck, you could run across the middle and catch a goddamn ball and and make them miss two or three tackles." It's, our secondary is atrocious. Anybody with a capable quarterback is going to just put monster numbers on us. I mean, those guys are running wide the fuck open last night, and hell, he missed one who had a good five, six, seven steps on two of our guys. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just an absolute embarrassment to watch that secondary work. They're just out of position. They're not disciplined. They bid on every fake. I, I'm I'm speechless at how bad they are. I don't get it. I mean, well, number one, they didn't one, look ready to play on either side. Of that's the what ball. I was going to say. And, and and let's be honest, you you have a, a three headed should be a two headed monster in the backfield, and you come out and you try to throw the ball. The run opens the pass, and especially if your line's not. I mean, they're they're not bad, but if they're not, you know, they're not phenomenal, and you're, you're worried about him getting sacked, the run opens the pass, the run opens play action, the run opens a lot for you, and we keep coming out and we keep throwing these fucking swing balls to Caden Prather. At what point are we going to let him be a deep threat? All well, no. he does is run crossing routes and hitch hitch screens, and it's just it, it's embarrassing. And when the fuck? Sam James, come on, dude. Drops. Come on. Drops. At this point, it, it's inexcusable. Like, fuck it. I mean, fuck it. Cheat. Glue it. Put glue on his goddamn gloves for all I care. 
It's so embarrassing to watch him just drop ball after fucking ball that hits him dead in his hands. And how depressing is that if you're a quarterback? Oh, that's, I mean, you're that's putting deflating. shit on the money, and these guys are dropping it. How depressing is that? He that's last night's the first time I've I've watched him walk off the field and thought he's probably questioning his decision to come here. Like he he had the head hanging a couple of times. It's and there year were some four. Times. <laughs> he's been doing he's, this for four years. No, he's talking about. Daniels. I'm talking about Daniels. Oh, Daniels. Daniels. My that's Daniels. the first time I've seen Daniels' body language kind of look. Like he's a little bit dejected by what's happening out there. Even though, I mean, even Daniels missed missed some some throws that he normally was you normally could say making. He was shaving points, you could say he wasn't shaving points. I don't know. He missed on some <laughs> balls that he'd usually hit on. But right. everybody has an off night, right? But our That's secondary has an off night every, every game. game. And how the fuck do you sit and watch that happen? And then you say after each game, tackling is a problem. Tackling is a problem. Yeah. Being in position is a problem. Being in position is a problem. Defending. What are you doing to fix it? Nothing. They're not. They're not doing. They're not doing anything to fix it. You know. And and I mean, I know he said after the game Wilson Lamp was a bright spot, but I think that's just because Wilson Lamp tipped a fucking ball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and then the other the other ball that we made a play on, we tipped it and they caught it. So. Well, and then you had you had the true freshman Jacoby Spells defending Xavier Worthy all night. It's all bad. I mean, that's right. I don't know what you do. I mean, at How this about point, McCormick on that first touchdown? Yeah. Where was he? Oh, he got where he was got he? juked, man. At this point, the way you got to look at it is, I mean, maybe the Blue Lot won't have the DJs and the Borgs running around. We we might Blue turn to be a open. little. I mean, we could, we, could, we could be sitting there. Let me let me let me pull the dates up here. Well, October. Uh, we could, we could be standing there November 19th for a home game against K-State, getting all jacked up for what could possibly be our third win still. Correct. I don't see any – there are no guaranteed wins. No. Now, we might catch somebody on a bad day at home. But I don't even know that us catching them on a bad day slows them down with our secondary being that bad. Yeah, it's, it's really problem. hard to make up for such an atrocious secondary. It's really a huge problem. I feel like you could throw against this team. Oh. Either one of you. They're just out of position, even against Virginia Tech. If Wells makes a couple throws. Wells had three throws, I remember, where he over or under threw wide open receivers. Yes. And we, just we've, streaking down well, the Well, here's sideline. the thing. You take some of the penalties out in the Tech game, we're yeah. screwed. We hang our hat on that win, and I mean it was a good well, win. I don't know why that we hang score, our hat on it, but that score was not indicative of the game. It was still what two possession score late into the fourth quarter. I mean, like, like sixteen I, to seven yeah, or something. Like I said last week, we're going to look back and say that this was the second worst team we played all season, probably in that Virginia Tech game. Oh, easily. Well, first off, had I been here last week, which I wasn't, um, I would have told you that. I had some people text me about that Virginia Tech game talking about we're back. I said, look, I'm going to give you 24 hours before I really let you know what this win is because this win is dog shit. Absolutely. I said Tech is Tech is an absolutely atrocious team. Wells, first year Wells, new coach. Is, Wells is awful. Um, this win is nothing more than a fucking show pony of that trophy. Congratulations on the Black Diamond Trophy. But right. the team you beat – is is absolutely putrid. 
and that win doesn't mean shit. And they were like, oh, I mean, I said, I'm going to give you 24 hours before I lay it all out for you, but it, it it's doesn't not a mean good win. shit in the context of the Big 12. I mean, you want to beat your rival, especially on their home field. Right. So, Congratulations. But it's not like they exactly, were a good team. Yeah. Like, get ready for next week. I, right. I thought the celebration of all that was a little irritating, in my opinion. That may be the last one they get. Right. Maybe maybe they uh, should have could celebrated. You imagine harder. if we go two and ten. I mean, what I do mean, you do? We'll have a new coach, so it won't be that bad. <laughs> well, I mean, what coach? That's what guy last night was like. Yeah, we need to fire him. I was like, well, who are you going to get? get? I don't know. Like, what are you going to get? You do a real search and you go out and find the best guy, like we did with Brown. Everyone said that was a great hire. It's not working out. God, man, but it's what all hurts? Crapshoots anymore. We had such a chance to get big game lane when he was disgraced and down and yes. out. Again, a scumbag. And now he's at Ole Miss doing fucking, doing real things, making real, real, making real plays, winning real games, not just getting embarrassed. I mean, what just an ass kicking that was. Just a fucking full on double penetration on live television. And I hope a lot of people turn that shit off. I had Donnie put the Braves Mets on the other team. My Braves now in first in the NL. Well, he, two he, games up on the Mets in a three-game set. Let's talk about my Braves. I he, mean, he, Texas Texas is pretty talented. Let's be real. But Well, I like what Diddy said when he said, are we really clocking ourselves? Yeah. We had four possessions in the second half. We, we scored down, three out of four. We're down 28 fucking points, and we're running the ball. I, I mean, the game was over. What do you want him to do? The game wasn't over. That's I mean, that's... Once you score, that was completely. But one, yeah. either either way, <coughs> Texas was still playing with some urgency. We looked like we were playing with a lead. Right. We looked like we had a lead. He had no sense of urgency at all. And I'm not saying you're going to win the game, but goddamn man, it looked like we were running. We were trying to run clock. That game was over in the first quarter, man. Yeah, that's where I we understand lost that. It. That's where we lost the game. Was the first quarter. They could have scored any time they wanted. All you got to do is throw the ball. <laughs> I, I absolutely understand. Yeah. In no way did I think we were going to win that game yesterday. I thought we could. I thought it'd be a shootout, and I, I thought it'd, be a, it'd team, be a shootout. It'd be a team that made the least amount of mistakes. <laughs> that that right there is exactly what I thought it would be, minus maybe a touchdown. I did. I did away. not. I thought we had a chance. I thought if we ran the ball and took care of the ball. Which we did. We didn't have any turnovers, but... Neither team had turnovers. Just the look of the first two series, the way we threw the ball almost every down, I I thought we looked desperate, honestly. He is a desperate man. He's a burning man right now. He's a desperate man. He, he's got to go back to his uh, calculator. He's got to go back to his, uh, you know, his theories and his, uh, his, his thoughts, and he's got to figure it out. Yeah, because I, I think at some point they're just going to quit on him. Well, and that's what I'm worried about. And I will say this to everyone that keeps saying that we don't have the money, we don't have the money to buy out. We've got the money. You don't enter into that contract without having the money to do it. <laughs> to pay a guy fucking fourteen million to go away is pretty fucking stupid. But you know, Shane Lyons should go with him. That How long can you afford to suck? That's the question. Uh, I don't think we have I, very long. I don't think you have another year of it. You factor in fan COVID. Base, your fan yeah. base will turn on you. They lost a shitload of money during COVID. They can't. Af- we can't afford to suck. Your fan so. base will stop showing up on you, and that's a hard thing to make happen here. 
But here's and you're here, out here begging, the begging for money for the Country Roads Trust, right? People are gonna get money when we're fucking three and nine. I don't think so. You've got to find a way. You have to find a way to pony up some money. Not only if you end up moving past Brown, but pony up money to bring someone in. Because, I mean... I just don't know who people think they're going to get. I mean, I know that App State guy's high on the list because he went to A&M and beat A&M. But, I mean, goddamn, do we really want to go toil around in the lower leagues again? And try You're going to have the, to. Try to get the next home run hitter from fucking, you know, basically D2 football. Call Leopold, Leopold, whatever. And I really, Nebraska's going to be calling him. I really yeah, I do so not want to go back to the fucking days of bringing in the Gibby era and Rich. Like, yeah, that sounds nice and cool, and but it's like, God damn, man, that's the early 2000s. Can we move away from that? Yeah, Can no, we some get people away are from, from that? just stuck right I there. Just, life goes on. There's life after Rich. There's life after Gibby. Like, let's stop Has there been that. life after Rich, though? It's never been the same. And I'm talking not only about the winning, but the just vibe and attitude. I, I feel like... Well, that's because this guy coaching the team right now has no fucking vibe. He has no swag. He has no goddamn self-confidence. He's a whole hum fucking... Uh, he's he's Mr. Mr. Mrs. Mom, and he's a fucking cookie cutter, and he's, just, he's too nice. That's what I'm saying, man. All these guys that win... Big games, they have some swagger to themselves and some self-confidence, and that shit projects onto your team. I think everyone liked them, but it's just been a unwatchable brand of football. Mistakes, not running the ball, it's just drops. It's great to have a boss that's that's super nice and wants to bring you fucking donuts on Friday, every Friday, but... Um, barbecues. If, but if That's I know, what we do. If, we don't do donuts. Well, we do I mean, barbecues. If I know that I can just walk all over you in your pushover, I'm probably going to do that. So, Well, we don't know that. Uh, it's, I'd say. Is there lacking accountability to people making mistakes on the field? I think so. Obviously. And I know you Except don't the- want to destroy someone's confidence, but when someone keeps making the same mistakes for three years – Something, Come on. That, something that got said to me, you know, was take the coaches out of the equation. We haven't been the same since we lost Mike Barwitz. Some truth in that. You know, there there hasn't been the same strength. There hasn't been the same. I mean, and, and I've got, because of Sheffy and all them, you know, I, I got to meet Mike multiple times. And, I mean, you hear those guys talk, and Mike was brutal. But they were ready come into the season. Oh, they and, loved him though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Those guys still to absolutely this day. Loved those guys. Those guys would. Yeah. They'd run through a wall for him. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's going to run through a wall for Neil. No. Well, and I mean, it it doesn't seem like they are for Mike Joseph. I mean, and that's the thing, man. You, you, if you don't have, if you don't have guys like that, if you don't have, if you haven't, if you haven't made your guys understand you'd run through a wall for them and then they in return would run through one for you you're failing as a coach because I think if you talk to any player from Alabama they would tell you right now if Nick Saban's going to war they're rolling with with him him. yeah if Neil's to walk out I would say they 
our guys would say the same though. I don't know. So, but it's just talk though. They don't produce. That's what it comes down I, to. I don't. I, I don't think they would. I don't. I don't even know that that anybody on our team talk. I don't think there's much confidence on that defense at all. With it, with it, other than the front three. Yeah. And what can they do? Um, they can they only do what they the, can do. Yeah, I can't sack the quarterback every play. As much as I'd love to see that, but I mean, it's just it's just an all out shit show up there, and it's embarrassing. Yeah. And uh, well, we're in year four, and you know, in those four years, Neil Brown has not won three consecutive games. The record speaks for itself. I mean, you can dice that thing up any way you want, and it's bad. <laughs> no conference right. wins. What you just said, winning against um, teams with winning records. It's bad, it's bad all the way around. Right. I mean, that's but that's where that's where I was going. Yeah. There, there is no. You can normally look through a coach's, you know, pedigree mm-hmm. and say, okay, bright spot, bright spot, right. bright spot, as far as wins, losses, and and feel hopeful on something, you know. So we haven't won three in a row. Well, one of the two of those wins are worth sub are against subpar teams. Both of those wins are against some part teams. Both teams we beat are terrible. The, is that not what I just said? <laughs> you called them subpar. Yes. They're not subpar. They're terrible. <clears throat> okay. Subpar. Terrible, One's the FCS. Terrible. The other is yeah. probably the worst team in the ACC. We may not win another game. We may not win another game. We may go to. We'll be right back after this word, 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 word. Son of a bitch! This is Chris Walters with Integrity Insurance Group. If you think you're paying too much for auto insurance, you probably are. Give us a call at 304-346-9181 and have one of my agents work with you on your home, auto, business, or pet insurance. We look forward to working with you. Let's go Mountaineers. podcast and integrity insurance has launched integrity insurance academy if you make less than forty five thousand dollars a year or unemployed they will provide a scholarship to you free for free tuition this is three thousand dollar value insurance license will open doors for you to become a customer service representative make between forty five thousand dollars and sixty five thousand dollars annually so uh get in touch with uh, chris walters if that's something you all were interested in with that being said, 
Let's go ahead and open up some of these texts and see. Open up the text line. Uh, <laughs> Explain to me why our secondary is softer than baby shit. Also, who gave Neil Monkey Pock Shane Lyons? <laughs> who wants to go half on Marshall season tickets? I'll Venmo you 15. Marshall season tickets are a hundo. Are they First really? Off, yeah. Some people I work with have them. They're a hundo. So Venmo is 50. And then I'll take that 50 and spend it on beer. Because <laughs> I'm not going to the Joan. And our secondary sucks because they all transferred out. We're dealing with transfer ins and freshmen. Uh, yeah. It's still pretty much inexcusable for the secondary to allow that much space to that many receivers and for the tackling to be that god-awful. There's a drill. It's called an Oklahoma drill. Don't have to line them up against the rest of the team. Put them against each other mm-hmm. and say, let's fucking go. One man left standing. I don't get – you're talking about the, the you know, yardage off. I don't get why, you know, it, it's third and 15 and we'll be 12 yards off of them. What happened to just in your face? You can only there's only some certain type of guys that can play that that fucking man up. Who was the receiver for Texas? Xavier Worthy. You want Spells or Wesley McCormick trying to stay with them right off the ball? Well, I mean they weren't staying with them. Yeah, but, twelve yards back. I mean, I'd rather if you're going to get burnt, just get burnt. Well, they're well, going to get burnt. Yeah, I mean, there's that's, no doubt about I, that. I, I, I think at this point. The thinking has to be that they're playing bad enough that you at least give yourself a little bit of a chance if you're five to six yards off the ball and you're not trying to jam. But I don't think it would matter even if they did jam. Right. I don't think they're big enough to to jam anybody at the line. To where especially a receiver with with size like what Worthy had. Yeah, I just don't think jamming anybody's going to do anything for you. Um. I don't know what to say about it, man. It's it's crazy to see the middle always that wide open, and it's crazy to s- continue to see bad tackling. And, you know, you can come out and talk about it in your press conferences and say what you want to say, but week after week, I mean, you're in week five now. If you're having to come out and answer that same question every time, then obviously you're not coaching something to fix it. They're terrible. Yeah. Next question. <clears throat> okay, this one says, I've been hesitant to be on the hate Neil train. As well, yeah, that's because that person's going to feel like a lesser fan because people are going to tell you you should trust the team. <laughs> as it almost seems counterproductive as most fans turn to hope we lose at some point for a change. I wanted the guy to be successful, but tonight was quite possibly the biggest sign I've seen yet. How does Texas have literally everything going right for them? A near pick makes a prior uncatchable ball more catchable and for a TD. <laughs> he said prayers thrown up from their... Uh, back up and out and our DB is still so slow they aren't within five yards of a receiver a change has to happen the train is off the tracks I didn't think we were a great team by any means but in no way thought we were going to get embarrassed by Texas I'm fed up as this game seemed almost too much for this team and absolutely no reason it's always when the big 12 is up for grabs that we completely miss opportunities and that wraps up Neil's time in Morgantown Evan First off, Texas's backup that he tried to shade right there. Texas's backup is a starter probably anywhere else in the country. Oh yeah, card card he's, he's is pretty good. fucking he's probably yeah. like he's probably like a half inch away from being a five star. Yeah. So Texas's backup 
I get what you're saying there, but it's not. He's not really a backup. But um, wasn't he? Wasn't he named starter? And then, like 24 hours later, Ewers got named starter. Yeah, and then as far as as far as the like, you're anti. You don't want to be anti Neil. That's whatever. But at some point in time, you got to realize you're paying to watch that shit. Yeah. I'm anti losing. Yeah, yes. you're, you're, it doesn't matter who the coach is. You're you're paying. You're paying. You know, upwards of probably five hundred if, if you have season tickets and a donation, and you're taking your time off and you're going up there to watch that. And Neil himself has said this is entertainment; it's a show. There's there's a lot of spectacle and a lot of pageantry to it. Well, Neil's finishing last in every goddamn pageant that he enters because there ain't nothing aesthetically pleasing about what's going on on defense. And last night, the offense it took it a while to get going. And when it, when is he going to realize? Justin Johnson and C.J. Donaldson are the guys always getting positive yards running the ball. Mathis, too much left to right. Matt, that's fine. Work Mathis in there what you want to do. But Justin Johnson looked like the better back last night. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Well, I guess supposedly Mathis and Johnson there for a while. The reason why you didn't see either one of them and you just saw John uh, uh, C.J. No, C.J. got benched. Sorry. When C.J. wasn't in there for a while. And it was asked, I guess in his halftime, I didn't hear it, but I guess he said that because it was asked why he's not out there, and he said something about not running hard. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. But I just don't believe a, a damn thing Neil Brown says anymore. As far as being embarrassed to come off the Neil train, don't be. Yeah. Because there's uh, 45,000 other people who have joined you, and don't let people tell you you're not a real fan for that because – Look, you you don't have to watch dog shit. Yeah. You know, I can be a fan. I still show up, but I can also walk out early. 50,000 fans showed up for the Townsend game. Yeah. After starting going to. How many show up on Thursday for Baylor? I don't know. 50,000. You think we have 50? I don't know, man. Had I not. Thursday night's tough for Morgantown. Thursday night's tough for everybody. I took off because I'm hoping to play some golf at Stonewall or Lakeview on Friday. And uh, so I'm going to make that work for that trip. But uh, as far as that show that's going to go on on turf, I think uh, the Banana Boys may come to town and just air raid us. Who are the Banana Boys? Did you not, Did see, you not see their uniforms oh, yesterday? Yeah, those were hideous. They I thought like our they... all gold, all gold look was terrible. There's worse than ours. It's atrocious. It's a very aggressive gold. Next question. This one says, it feels like our opponents do a better job at dissecting our tape and finding our flaws than we do. Who? It feels like our opponents do a better job at dissecting our tape and finding our flaws than we do. Well, Well, I mean, that's just your opponents see your weakness, and then if your weakness is that bad and you can't fix it, it's always going to be exposed. Yeah. And it doesn't take a genius to see our our flaws. flaws. No. It's just throw shit across the middle or throw bombs deep. I mean, we're not we're not D one coaches and run I mean, play we're able to fakes and they all bite it. All the linebackers in secondary bite play on action. that first fake. Yep, they bite play action. Like I mean, it's like how about our safety biting on that throwback? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's like yeah. you know, <laughs> it's the one guy you cannot bite bites yeah. bad hard. A play fake a play fake to R D is like holding a red water out for Donnie <laughs> it's at, and he's going to charge it and he's going to be pissed when he finds out I just gave him cranberry juice <laughs> we're just it's just undisciplined 
lack of experience. Yeah. Poor coaching. Yeah. But the two guys, all of the above. The two guys that we had to transfer it in to play corner, they've played. I bought that bullshit. Multiple, yeah, I bought it. multiple games, haven't they? We we were told we Over had a to get snaps. we had to get longer and faster. So this one says, get this bum out of Morgantown now. We're not going to win the Big 12 with SBC recruits. See you in the parking lot for the Baylor game. We'll shotgun two beers and talk about it. Find us. Yeah. So we <laughs> we, we answered this one. Do we even win one more game this season? The answer is probably no. I think no. we'll win no. a game Who? or two. Who? 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 Kansas State. I mean, at home. At home. Someone's <laughs> going to come. What? Kansas State? They're not. We're not going to beat them. Someone will come in having a bad week and we'll beat them. We beat TCU last year. Okay, crumb. I'm just I telling you, we're you, not going to go two and ten. I, uh, we'll I win two more games and he'll be four and eight, and he should be fired for that. I don't want to hear we're so close. If you just give me one more year, I've got all the pieces in place. I've got the Here's quarterback. The thing. Will Lions do it? Yes, Lions is guy. If we are four and eight, if we are four and eight, he will get fired. Guaranteed. Okay. Well. So should we be expecting an extension for Neil Brown tomorrow from Shane Lyons? He won the second half against Texas, beat the worst VT team in 40 years, and kept it close against an unranked Kansas team. Under Shane Lyons' philosophy, that deserves another four years, right? Hashtag trust the 100-year climb. Mm. Hey, Kansas is the best team we played all year. Yeah. Except for, well, maybe Texas, but we'll see. We'll see how the season plays out. Realize Kent at Texas is like two plays away from being undefeated and beating Alabama, right? Like you kind of you're kind of talking like Texas, like they're a dog. Yeah, Texas, they're, they're literally I mean, two plays away from being undefeated and beating Alabama. Shoot, we're two take, plays away from being what four and one. Take that, take that roughing that horrible. We're two plays away from being four and one. We're probably about fourteen plays away from being fucking four, undefeated. I mean, you can't. Well, we weren't winning yesterday. Well, no, because if uh, maybe if we played maybe the way we played undefeated. the second, maybe if we played in the first half like we did in the second half, it would have been nice. But we didn't, and they they took advantage. Well, if Grandma had a dick, she'd be Grandpa. So, and there you have it. Next if question. If nuts were candy, and if in butts were candy and nuts, it'd be Christmas all year long. WVU is a top winning program in CFP. CFB history and half the fan base is accepting 500 being a successful ball club. We as West Virginians deserve better, at least the winning football team. Well, again, that comes back to the fan base being on this like you ride with it, you die with it, and you have to go with whatever you're being fed from the top. That's just bullshit. Don't be asinine. Yeah. You, you don't hey, look, you, you don't have to be spoon-fed dog shit and told that it's a, it's an ice cream sundae. And that's what's happening right now. I don't expect to win 11 games every year. No, but eight no. would be nice. Eight would be nice. And then every – With th- occasional 9-10. Every three or four years make a run at the conference championship. It's not happening. You see, the thing that pisses We're not me close off right now, I can tell you that. The thing no. that pisses me off is people want to people wanna try to say, oh, well, you know, you're not a real fan because you're, you're hating the coach, this, that, and the other. But then, you know, I dealt with the same thing when Dana hit his fucking skids and you knew he was on the outs. People are talking like, oh, he still needs to be here. He's our coach. You got to trust our coach. But then when Dana left, listen to how fucking people talk about him now. They talk about him like a dog. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you don't have to wait until he's gone to, to call a spade a spade. I don't. 
I don't hate Dana. I mean, he left. That's fine. Dana got what he deserved the other night. Yes. That's what Dana deserves in life. Dana Dana seems to be a guy who tries to shortcut it and, and do minimal. Last year, he won his 11 games. He was riding high. Now he's getting beat by Tulane and telling the fans to leave because they're booing him for fucking taking a knee with 40 seconds left instead of taking a shot. And who takes the ball first in overtime? Nah. Who does that? Someone that doesn't pay attention. In OT, you always need to know what you have to score, pal. You always have to know that. That's pretty unacceptable. It's not like it's sudden death. How many Red Bulls and candles of vodka met their maker after that game with him just sitting in his his chair just hammering that shit back? I mean, I don't hate Dana either. Dana just didn't – Dana didn't fit here. He didn't belong here. He didn't didn't want to be here. here. That's the the thing. By the end of it, I would agree with that. You have to find – Dana's whole tenure started – Hey, Neil wants to be here. (laughs) Dana's entire tenure started badly. Neil really wants to be here. The head coach in waiting Have you seen him talk about coal miners and working hard and all that stuff? Neil can go to Kentucky and fucking mine coal down there at a high school. Because that's where he belongs. Funny you say that because this texter says, longer, faster in the secondary. Guess that they didn't think that needed to know how to fucking play. I'm sure this guy was probably drunk when he was typing this. I know who this is. Neil and his bullshit bowl cut need to go back to Danville with how mummy discipline. We need a GD mobile quarterback, amongst other things. There's no killer instinct. Make routine things hard. Blow this thing the fuck up and start over. Bring back, bring back Rich Rod. That's a guy coming off like an 18-pack yeah. of 16 ounces and just Be. really in his feelings, sitting out back looking at the stars. Just having at it. After fucking Texas rocked us, this guy probably went outside at halftime. He said, turn the radio on to make it fucking at least appealing to you because Tony can make even the worst of games sound good. That he can. And this guy sitting out there staring at the moon just probably got a monster hog leg rolled and a cooler fucking ice cold. He probably had it. He's, he's a stogie guy. You two would um, probably him. burn some cigars together. So he I said mean, BF Dub, he... BF Dub and James have been in the top ten in the league for drops for three straight years. They make Featherstone look like Jerry fucking Rice. <laughs> <laughs> well, they take the jugs machine everywhere they go. Yeah. It's, it's concentration. I mean, the critical drop that james had did you all see his head yeah. he was already turned up field <clears throat> just total lack of concentration i feel bad he's trying to make a play but he's been doing it for four years now yeah so. i mean look dude you can never hate on a guy who's putting this shit on and he's going out there and he's getting after it but at some point like that ball hit you in the hands directly in the hands and it wasn't in front of you it wasn't behind you it was you were led perfectly, and you catch the ones that are behind you and way They're out in hard. front of you and two guys hanging on you, that's two that he's dropped just in wide open space. That's the kind of mistakes that you don't see teams like Alabama having. Correct. And those will continue to fucking be our downfall, but, you know, all you can do is, is – Move it on, get ready. You know, you got an off week to get past it, and then you hope Baylor comes to town. You hope they're fucking slipping. And we catch him. Uh, I hope. <clears throat> this texter says, really wish someone would tell ESPN that CJ isn't a tight end anymore. Really annoying. Check his stats. Yeah, look, that's that. 
We've already um, talked about that. Crew. That that's with. I mean, um, that's the same as the basketball announcers ranting about Huggins not being in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you'll hear that. You'll hear the JT Daniels story a hundred times too. They, I think David Sills was one where they constantly talked about him being a quarterback. It's just the cookie-cutter announcer bullshit. Did you notice they couldn't pronounce a lot of our players' names or they had their names wrong, but yes. Texas has a guy named, like, Ojibwe, and they can say his name perfectly correct? I'm just glad they knew that um, – They called Sam James Sam Donaldson. They called yep. Virginia Tech West Virginia like ten times. Did you all We're really getting fucking D-listers calling our games. We are. We used to get Gus Johnson. We used to FS1. get – FS1. That's the yeah. fucking graveyard for college football. <laughs> hey, guys, love the show. I think this is the last one. Hey, guys, love the show. Do you think our team is lacking talent or coaching? We're all, we all thought we had most, most talent this year, but it was not true. I personally think it's a combination of both, but love to get your thoughts. Thanks, Matt from Pittsburgh. Offen- I would say that it's, we lack no talent. <clears throat> yeah. I'll, it's defensively. I mean, we've got talent. I, it's coaching. Defensively, we we lack we lack. I don't know that it's you lack talent. I think it's you lack the. Uh, I think it's talent. No, I think we've secondary. Got, I think we've got the talent. It's just I think I think they can play. I think they play out of position a lot. Yeah, Here, I don't here's think the they're thing. disciplined. At a certain point, if your players aren't grasping your defensive concept, you need to dummy it down because. We're out of position, we're lost, and we don't know what's going on. And maybe it's just they're not getting grabbing the concept of where they're supposed to well, be rotating and this and everything else. That's one thing to look at, but you also have to look at the amount of tackles that we miss. Well, yeah, I mean. That's just, that's, that's just that's, fundamental. There's no excuse for that, correct. I mean, there's I don't no think reason. We have a whole lot of talent in the secondary. There's no reason to miss as many tackles as we do in open spaces. Poor. Poor discipline. To me, Jacoby Spells shows upside, but he's a true freshman. Yeah, he can't play most of the game. Like You can't have him in for the vast majority of snaps. Well, you can't have him constantly on Xavier Worthy. Why? And you... Well, okay. Well, if, you saw why. But I'm saying well, – but, but, no, but he's got to get the experience. experience. But what I'm saying is – is I mean, bring him in feel, like 30 I, snaps but I, a game, that's but fine. I feel, but I feel like you're, you're – he's, he's not ready to play. I'm sorry. I know he had a great play against Virginia Tech. No, but I'm not even talking about that. But you what I'm saying is what I'm saying is is that's another thing that I think too many people fucking harp on is these true freshmen aren't ready to play. And while he may not be ready to get all these starting reps, guess what? Woods is hurt. Yeah. Next man up. You gotta be ready. If he could if if a player's a player, I don't care if you're nineteen, I don't care if you're thirty six. I don't care how old you are. A player is a player. If you can play, you can play at any level. And he was a five-star. He was brought here. I I don't know that he, he's going to be all-world right out of the gate, but I think he's probably better than the other options that we have behind him. So, And I also feel, like, I feel like Neil is, is way too uh, anti-playing young guys too. I think he he's, played, his he job's on the line. He played a lot. Last but, you want to try to save your job with true freshmen? Moomoo got in. Good luck. Spells was playing a lot. We want, saw the fruits of that last night. Well. And then you, you want to bring FCS guys in and just plug them in and let a bunch of guys walk in the offseason? So, well, we're seeing that too. Yeah. 
It, it I mean, we got to hit the portal. all the way around. It's not the secondary is putrid. Here's You're my... shuffling guys in, moving positions. It's a disaster. Here's my question for you all since since Diddy brought up Woods. Rumor Ryan is come back. That's rumor is he's he's probably he could be back by the Baylor game, if not the Baylor game, the following game. Do you? He will. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. What? Come, come back. back. I take my I I mean, honestly I take my red shirt and ride it and then Yes. He so, won't, if he doesn't come back, he's not gonna get drafted. He'll have but, to go the free agent. That's what route. I'm saying. He'll he'll come back because he's playing for he's playing for a job next year. Well, I'm sure he loves football too. He wants to come back and well, play. Well, correct, but I mean, at what point do you say I take my medical red shirt? Ah, uh, to stay with this? No, thank you. Well, not necessarily to stay with this. I mean, he, he transfer out and and hit the portal. Does he really want to portal it again? I don't know. Probably not. I just dude. so come back, cut your losses with your injury that you missed, show that you're healthy, and hope to catch some eyes. Did you really think we were going to win last night? I thought we had a chance. I thought we had a chance. Then well, that's on you guys. Within the first five to eight minutes, I knew we were in deep shit. I told those guys they could turn that. I said you'll be able to turn this game off by nine minutes left in the second quarter. It didn't even take till the second quarter. It took the first. I just I don't know what anyone sees that makes you think that we have a chance to compete there last night. JT Daniels. Somebody texted me the line went to seven and a half, and I didn't. I just said hammer it. I didn't respond which way to hammer it, but I think we all know if you if you've talked to me, we all know which way I'm leaning to hammer. Well, the only reason why I dropped to seven and a half was because Quinn Ewers was out. I mean that's that is the only reason because going into the game. It was as high as eleven, and dropped when until they announced that he was out. Only dropped as low as nine and a half, and then they announced Quinn Ewers was out, and that line drops to seven and a half at at the announcement. So, well, if you took Texas, you you had a good night. That one was over early. It's a shame there wasn't any boxing or anything on last night. Well, like I said, I turned the Braves game on, so I had that going at least. I could watch there the UFC fights in the afternoon. They were terrible. They were terrible. It's just a nightmare of a season. I don't think we win another game. Like I said, we're I'll, we're going to win another. We're game. a baseball and a golf school now. And rifle, can't forget rifle. I don't watch rifling. Well, I don't watch rifling. I think but we suck in soccer now too. That's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I never watched the soccer either. So I went to the girls' soccer. Marshall beat us. <laughs> they're they're pretty good. They won a natty. They did two win a natty. Years ago. Yeah. We were top. God, has it been two years since we top, all that went down? What, top five at the beginning yeah. of the year? Yeah. Disappointing year for the guys out on the pitch. Damn the it. lads. Damn it, Dan. The lads. The lads. I don't know, man. Where do we go? I mean, that's. Can you go much further down the hole? Yeah, you can. You can lose out. Just embrace the suck. <laughs> Tell D waiting to bring the Knob Creek to Baylor. Oh, he'll definitely have the Knob Creek at Baylor. Yeah, we're gonna need some brown water for Baylor. Ugh. Especially if it's cold. I mean, and my other uncle might be coming up for the Oklahoma game. He and D Wayne will be pounding bourbon. So. We could get Oklahoma. Yeah, they're what at what point do they pack it in? I think they have. They're bad. <laughs> I think they've packed it in. <laughs> After watching that was game. 
I mean, TCU just. I was going to say, it's TCU. I couldn't remember if it's TCU or K State. TCU but. jumped up on them like 20, 20 to three in the first quarter. It was forty one to what at 41-17 half? Forty one seventeen at yeah. half. It was, it was a beating. Yeah, That's, don't worry. We'll make Gabriel look like a Heisman candidate, or we'll make their backup look like a Heisman candidate and get rolled. And with that, I say we get the fuck out of here. My beer of the week goes to anybody that made the trip to Austin. You should. Send my brother did. Nice. You should send. Well, <laughs> your brother's probably been there for three and a half months, and he's, nobody knows. He's gone to every <laughs> game at Texas. I mean, who knows where your brother's been? You know, we should have went and celebrated my birthday in Austin. Everyone who went to Austin, send a, a picture of your receipts. You and ask Shane Lyons for a refund. We could have flown out of Jaeger for $200 round trip and got tickets for $18. I didn't think I didn't know that. that. I didn't didn't know know the flights were that cheap. Yeah, Yeah. they they started, for some reason, they started plummeting to Austin for some reason. Everyone take pictures of your tickets with the price, your flights, your hotels, your lodging. Don't send a line, send a meal. The amount of beer you ate or the amount of beer you drank, the food you ate. Send your fucking itineraries to Shane Lyons. Care of, care of, pissed off fan, demands refund. And the defensive coordinator. Jordan Leslie, even if we don't fire Brown, we got to fire Leslie. Yeah, but if you do that, what's that say? You have to get rid, you have to switch coordinator, offensive coordinator, and then the next year you have to switch defensive coordinators. Yeah. What's that say about the head coach? Because it appears to me that. I don't know. Graham was a home run, was a home run get. Yeah, but. I mean, what's that say about your coach, though? Your head coach? What What the hell is he doing? He that does. Over. Yeah. All right. Speaking of over. <laughs> this one's over. Keep texting. Yeah. I like those. Keep sending. That's a lot of fun. Other than that, we'll see you, we'll see you next week.